Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John, and we're finally kicking off what might be the most anticipated Odyssey episode of the decade. The best is yet to come, part one. <laughs> of the decade? I mean, it's only 2023. Oh, you mean of the last three? Of the decade, as in, like, the 2020s. Yeah, well, I mean, really, what episode has been more anticipated? Uh, there was the six-episode album arc. I think people were pretty anticipated about that. but That's true. But, this but we didn't know what to expect. This, yeah, it's true. Uh, All right. So let's get right into it, I guess. Yeah, the best is yet to come. Part one. Eugene and Witt consider the future of breakthrough scientific research while Buck and Jules try to hide their relationship from their parents. Let's start with the Eugene stuff, because I think yes. this is very two distinct episodes. I agree. Like in one. Okay. This is this How- is like tonally like the Bible video game and the Connie's grandma dying episode. No, no, not Bible video game, the imagination station. Letting kids walk again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in terms of, like, these... I could easily forget these are two separate episodes. <laughs> or the same yeah. episode. And they're gonna, like, merge a little bit, but... I'm sure in, like, subsequent episodes. But, okay. Let me say this. I don't mind that it's, like, this big... Mi- one, they don't really specify what disease it is, right? Yeah, but it's kind of implied Eugene cured Alzheimer's. Well, it's weird. I don't even. Yeah, it's like it's like a weird thing, or like maybe the guy was in a coma. But like, yeah, it definitely seems to be like it was for Alzheimer's. Yeah. Uh, the other thing um, is, apparently, Wit's been helping him on this, and the whole time they were talking about like it's just been a Eugene project in the fiction of the show, not like on podcasts and stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay, I, I want to say this. Is there some big medical facility in Baltimore? I don't realize because like, what a weird like pull. Uh, yeah, I was about to. Baltimore is an interesting choice. It's probably because it's far Baltimore? enough away. I know. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a mi- at the end of the episode in a minute. Uh, I am guessing either there is or they felt like Baltimore was far away enough that it justified a move. Like when Mitch yeah. went to Virginia. Yeah, maybe that's why. Like, right? Because they've established DC is far away. They're like, well. Yeah. But, okay, here's my one thing. I don't mind that they're, like, going for a big swing. I think that's fine. My one thing is, Eugene's not a doctor. And I get he's, like, a tech whiz. But I'm, like, you're you're, you're making the, like, I don't know. I feel like the head of, like, their, like, neuromedical group would need, like, a medical degree. Even if it's, like, the research department. Like, it, it's just a little, like weird right yeah so so this is a good point i want to make a few notes here one i always thought eugene was a computer guy so if that's true that implies nanotechnology and a year ago today we were listening to an episode where eugene had or 
Jason had nanobots controlling his mind, and that was seen as a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like if he had been like he he like figured out like how to do some huge like beneficial like I mean they're trying to think of something that justifies getting him out, and I understand that you like you want something where it's like well I understand why Eugene's leaving for that purpose, but it's just very funny because he's just not he's not a doctor. <laughs> Right. As far as I know, he's he hasn't done a ton of medical related stuff. I was about to say, like he's occasionally doing chemistry stuff, so maybe. But I feel like whatever they did is a computer based thing. Yeah, it's like they three D printed almost like some part of the human mind and replaced it. Is what it sounded like. I mean, obviously more complicated, but they're like we like made a a replica to like put in or something. Yeah. So. Over under, we see Agnes by the end of this. Oh, uh, I hope. Like, I thought Agnes, they confirmed Agnes died. I need to double check because I couldn't find that anywhere. So, But I can't imagine they wouldn't in that Tom Riley episode have mentioned that. I, I totally agree. Um, But maybe, I kind of remember us asking, like, what about this? Or maybe they didn't confirm that. But... Well, okay, you know what's going to happen is there's going to be this whole thing where he feels bad that that guy died and whether to do it, and then the guy's wife is going to come back, and it's like, you gave me, like, one more day with him, and that was worth, like, so much to me. And, like, you know that's what's going to happen. I totally... Probably. I I totally agree with that, and I'm sure that's going to be a catalyst. I do appreciate, though, that the episode took its time explaining to you, like, you know, this is why it's not getting shut down. Clearly he was going to die, even if they did... uh, like a smaller surgery on him. So yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, again, it's a little weird. It might be a memory thing. If we really are rolling into more Novacom stuff. I mean, maybe that's why, right? Maybe like the, their whole idea is like, well, memory, like Eugene's done Novacom stuff, like brainwaves to radio waves. So it's like something related to that. Yes. But when and, he's like, I'm going to make you the head of our medical research division, I'm like, like, neuromedical research. And I'm like, but should he be a doctor? Probably. I don't even think Eugene has a doctorate. I was about to say, like, couldn't they, I mean, I, I get making him the head of the department makes the decision a little harder. But couldn't they have, like, made him just a assistant or something? Yeah. Or, like, an honorary role? There's no, I want to talk more about it, but there's not that much in this episode in terms of this storyline. Yeah, so to me, the big standouts were, okay, I guess Wit's been helping him, or Wit at least flew out to Baltimore with him. Which, who's taking care of Maury and Susu? Um, yeah. Not the point of the episode, but uh, was there any... I guess let's talk about the Eugene voice. It's fine. I mean, on the phone call, it was weird, but I think it was meant to have the weirdest static. I mean, you it, you can tell it's not Eugene exactly. Like, even some of the mannerisms aren't quite there. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you didn't listen to that podcast episode, the official podcast episode, Townsend Coleman read all the lines, practiced Will Ryan's stuff, and they use voice cloning software. So, yeah, I would say 80% of the time, it sounds fine. You can definitely tell it's a little stilted. I feel like it was when he was trying to do some of Eugene's, like, funny bits. It was, like, when he was trying to do, like, the the game joke, which is such a weird Eugene joke, because he's never really made, like, like done. I feel like that's just not quite how he's done it before. Well, I wondered if that was an inside reference. So I don't know if you know this, but the episode Game Night was, like, begged 
to be written by Katie Lee and Will Ryan because they wanted to have another Connie Eugene bickering episode like License to Drive. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if that was like a leftover joke from the Eugene version of that episode. It's possible. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad joke. It was just I, I was kind of like, this seems weird. Where he's like, oh, this game you came up with, Buck, is pointless. Like, it does seem like a joke she would he would do to Connie. It yes, seems a little I, I less of a that. joke to do to Katrina and Buck. Yes. No, I do agree so with that. So you might be right. It may legit be a joke. Like a leftover joke from that episode. Because, yeah, to Connie, that's actually like a funny joke that fits well. It's like a weird joke with Katrina and Buck. Yeah, so speaking of Katrina and Buck... The Bucket and Jewel storyline. Okay, here's what I'm a little upset about. This is actually, like, a real good idea for an episode. Yes. So here's the thing I said in my Instagram review. I think it might be better as a B-plot as opposed to an underwhelming two-part episode. It's true. Like, but right now it's weird because it's almost in this episode more of the eight. Like, there's more time, I think, to this than the actual Eugene plot. And I know that's going to (laughs) switch. Right. But I agree with you. I love this idea. (laughs) Yeah. The concept of, oh, we'll go to church events so we can be together because our parents will be happy about it. We can get in under their noses about it. Yes. So I'm and assuming then, like, getting this... caught, getting getting caught by uh, the pastor being like, "You're good at singing, sing in church." Exactly. I mean, that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Like I think it's like like in my head, I'm like, that's a very like like very good plot, and I wonder if this was a plot idea they had before everything happened. Yes. I kind of agree. Like that this was like a two part episode or like a packed like one part episode with like this premise. And then like Will Ryan died and they're like, well, we can integrate some of this in here because it seems like a little weird because it's suddenly we're going to have this plot, which is pretty decent and funny. And suddenly all of a sudden you're going to have like it be like about like Buck worrying that he's going to move away from Jules. Yeah. Okay. I do agree with that. So I did want to point out one thing about the Wilson catching them and when they couldn't figure out what the story was about. I mean, obviously Wilson caught them. Wilson, if you did a paintball night and then expected the kids to sit through lesson time, I don't know what you Mm -hmm. were expecting there. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not mocking it, but I've never been to a church that had a fun event like that. Then, okay, everyone, before we eat, we're going to have a 20 minute lesson. Like what? Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. just me. But no, I really like this. And if it if it goes the way I hope it goes, it could be really interesting. Obviously, we don't, want, we don't want to encourage misleading people on a Christian values radio show, but it could mean they both come to Jesus, even though it started as something deceitful. Because you know they yeah. keep talking about what's, that's what they were praying about. Right, and maybe that was part of their idea, is that like this concept because I do, I don't, I don't want to say like speed running it, but I do think they're going to rush a little bit. Like they are probably both going to become Christians by the end of this arc or right. will or something. My theory was always Buck was going to become a Christian. And then at some point, Jules had to face a similar decision to Eugene. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, they're definitely setting up because they talk about their reasons why they don't want to be a Christian. Yes. 
And so, like, they're clearly kind of setting up. I guess, like, to me, what maybe they... Sh- I don't know. I have to see how it how it fits within the rest of the story. But you could have done a real interesting story where this was, like, a one or two-part episode. Where, like, right, it leads to them, say, like, kind of tentatively accepting Christ. And then, like, in the next album or something, then the, the whole Eugene thing happens. And now it's like, well, we just became Christians. If God's, like, real, why would he do this to us and separate us? Or, like, something Oh, that's like that. good. But yeah, but no, I, I, I have to see. I'm basing this off the first ep- episode, and I I just like the concept so much of like going to like the idea of going to youth events to like sneakily date. I mean, it's a good idea, especially because it's usually the opposite. Normally, people go to youth events hoping to meet people. Yeah, but yeah. also, I, I do hate to keep railing on this. I don't think I've ever said this on the show, so I don't know why I say keep. Is there a reason Wilson is running the youth group? I think it's Pastor Wilson, right? Yeah, I, I, I no, I know Wilson's a pastor. I'm just saying, like, is there no younger person in Odyssey they could have gotten? <laughs> they couldn't have, like, pulled Marvin out of mothballs or something? I mean, I just feel like they'll probably want... Here's the problem. They introduced Wilson... And they give him very little to do. Well, he gets to tell stories in the club. Well, yeah. He tells stories in the club, which is fine. But they're probably like, oh, it's like a thing at the church. It's like, eh, let's just have Wilson be in charge of it. And then we also forget Odyssey's a small town. And so, like, probably, I mean, there's probably, like, several churches. Right. I mean, I will say, if Wilson planned a paintball night for the youth group, great call there. Seriously. Yeah, I would go. Yeah, so I know I think this four parter is off to a good start. You know, let's yeah, let's let's reconvene after part four and see. Yeah. It's like I like where it, I like where it starts. I like the pitch. I guess like me saying like oh it should have been two episodes is like I like the pitch so much. I'm just worried it's gonna like totally like get swept away. Cause it I mean it depends is whether the neck like how much is the is each one like them bearing into it. Like when is Bernard going to show up? Like there's a lot of like questions I'm not sure about. Yeah. So, so here's my thing about Bernard. If he is the surprise appearance at the end of part three, I might be a little annoyed. Like, Hey everyone, Bernard's back. Oh, you shouldn't have ruined that in the album art. Yeah. Like, here's my question. Is it going to be like Eugene's leaving? So Bernard shows up. Is it going to be like, yeah, if, if it's a, Bernard's supposed to be some kind of big reveal, that's a bad call. Or is, is Bernard just going to show up into wit's end all of a sudden? Or is, like, Eugene going to go to Bernard for advice or something? Like, there's a lot of different things they could do. That could be it. Maybe Bernard needs brain surgery. <laughs> I'm just saying. Eugene's doing this all for Bernard. That would be kind of sweet. <laughs> It'd be sweet, but... I mean, here's the thing. Because I kind of want him to show up in the next episode. Yes. But I'm also like, I don't know what the vibe of this whole thing is going to be. I kind of agree. Maybe Bernard's in the choir. Like, is Buck even going to find out next episode that moving's a possibility? Like, I I just don't know when that's going to play in. So I certainly hope we find out in the second episode, because I kind of feel like in the second episode, we need to start wrapping up the Jules and Buck story. Yeah. 
Even if it doesn't conclude till part three. All I'm saying is they made it four parts. I, I actually really like that this episode doesn't feel super self-indulgent. Because I was a little worried if it's four parts, is, that's what's, is that what they're going to do? Yeah. I also deeply appreciate it. It does seem like Eugene's going to be very present in all four parts. Because I was kind of getting ready for... He's in part one. They write him out for two and three. And then I he comes back in four. No problem. So, do we have any other notes on this? No, I mean, we. I think we covered a, a lot of it. I mean, I, I wish... I feel like they they make Connie incompetent sometimes. Don't put <laughs> oh, you're salsa to the on the pasta. Don't put salsa on the pasta. Isn't that tomato soup? Not marinara sauce? Well, I guess we're having tomato noodle soup. Okay, right, I get some people can't cook. To me, what killed the pasta, the marinara sauce salsa joke was when Connie said, I've only done it once. Four times, Connie. Four times. It's like, okay. Yeah, that I'm kills like, the give joke Connie some respect. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, it, it, to me, it's fine if her not being able to cook is a running gag. But I think you did. It, it, that was a little silly. I, I do agree with that. Yes, I'm glad that Katrina's there to say, oh, yeah, Christians in high school can date if there was, like, maturity right. there. Because, I mean, I don't know, with like, Connie, right? Connie's, like, trying to be a parent, but it's weird because Connie did date a lot in high school. Yes. I mean, actually, you know, if Connie wanted to talk to Jules about dating a non-Christian, this would be the prime opportunity to bring Jeff Lewis back. <laughs> Oh please! If just if Jeff Lewis makes a surprise cameo, we'll be. What if like it's just like Jules like bumps into Jeff, Jeff Lewis by co- coincidence, like and like talks to him about like his dating. And it's like, well, I was in high school. I wasn't a Christian and was dating someone who was a serious Christian, and it didn't go well. And it's like, oh, like he's like th- this guy would be a real good match for my half sister. And it's like, I have a sister I could try to set you up on a date with. I mean, honestly, that should be like a post-them-leaving episode where Jules is still conflicted about everything. That'd be a really good... Yeah. Plot. All, all I'm saying is, I, I like the scene where they tried to break it to them. I like that Eugene's was a little more clinical. You know, I thought Katrina gave a good argument. Connie was just very clueless the entire epi- that entire scene. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, I like having Connie... I don't mind Connie being comedic relief. But, I mean, like, Connie's been a character for a long time and was way, has been way more competent in the past. Yes. It's not like I'm, like, trying to, like... Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think this. Well, maybe. Sometimes it feels like Wooten's more competent and is given more respect than, like, Connie sometimes is. I agree. It does kind of feel like once Jules showed up and they got over her mom's death, they turned her into kind of more of a goofy background mom character. Yeah. Without, like, I feel like I could I could get a real good Connie, like, arc or something, you know? Yes. Yeah. We're sorry, everyone. John's wife right. just delivered him a piece of cake. It's, uh, some, it's like Chichidango or something. Okay. So, now, speaking of your wife, did she have any spicy takes on this episode? 
And then she thought the dating stuff was funny. Okay. I mean, Odyssey dives into Christian dating. I can't wait for them to talk about the Christian girls who make being single their only personality on their social media. Which they hopefully none of them are listening to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting. It does kind of, and this isn't their fault. It's kind of sad that they're really going to like probably come out as like dating having the Christian dating experience while they're long distance. Yes. But like you can't fault them for that. Like that's like a hard situation to be in. But it does make me wonder if they're going to pull something like Katrina and Buck are going to stay in Odyssey. Or something like, oh, Katrina's going to be teaching remotely but has to come back to Odyssey once a month for something. Right. So. Like, or wait, or is Katrina like, a teacher or did she get a bigger job at the school? Um, I don't know. Okay. To be well, honest with you. Anyway. I wonder, or they're going to pull something like Eugene's going to be like, I'm going to commute. Do you know how far away Baltimore like a, is? Like, we'll give you money to fly home every weekend, Eugene. Yes. Oh, the church whispering scene was pretty funny. Yeah, that it was, was kind of. It was kind of weird, but it was pretty funny. They're like, yeah, I oh. think that would have that might have worked better as a slightly visual joke. I just wish it had ended with like Connie shouting something. Mm-hmm. So it's also weird because they must know. I mean, I get they're like best friends, but like a parent get, would like suspect like so do you like jewels yeah i kind of agree are you like buck hmm. i mean connie kind of brings it up in that episode where they get together i could see eugene being a little not on the ball about that yeah. one it's fair yeah now the church oh that my so speaking of eugene very last series is we might have to move to maryland like maryland is such a bad was, location to was, move. i'm like I'm like you're not AI voice, but it's true. Let me say this: that was very funny because they're like Maryland. Like, okay, one. I don't know if the kid doesn't know where Baltimore is. I don't know if he thinks they're gonna know where Maryland is. To be honest with you, that's I mean, he's more like know where Maryland is in Baltimore. But like, they're like Baltimore, like Maryland, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so I think that I, that wraps it up. So the next episode you'll hear from us is our August news roundup and part two. Because we'll record those on the same day. Will Eugene's adoptive parents show up? I think it would be nice. I don't know if they'll be voiced by the same people, but it would be nice to hear from them. Will Eugene's father and brother show up? I mean, that would be the bigger poll, right? Yeah. Like, we'd inherently be a little more excited about that. Yeah, I mean, they may just keep it at Bernard. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, I also think if they're talking on the podcast how good of a sound like they got for Bernard, he might stick around. Well, yeah, I think the reason they announced Bernard is because I think they're keeping Bernard. 
It is possible. I think Bernard adds something to the cast, to be honest. That's kind of like... I think they've made their adults... I don't want to say too serious, because I don't always think Penny and Connie are serious, or Wooten's not always serious. But I feel like... They all have a serious, like, stuff going on in their lives. And I feel like to have an adult like Bernard again, that's just like, well... Time to squeegee this window. I kind of agree. It adds a certain something to the show. Yeah. Well, because if they found a sound alike, it does seem interesting, right? Like, it could be that they're actually... Like, maybe they were thinking of casting Bernard anyway. Like, trying to find a Bernard, like, someone to, like, take on, like, a role, like, an old role. And they were like, hey, this guy sounds just like Bernard. Yes, yeah, I, I do agree. I also wonder if you're right that like maybe the Bernard comic was one of the bigger hits on the club. Yeah, so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I think Bernard is a pretty well liked character. You can also add in without a huge stress of like having to have huge pivotal storylines surrounding them. That's a good point. And also, the comic cleared up where he was. He went to Connellsville because there was more work. Yeah. Also, like, good club character, I would assume. I would kind of agree. I mean, right, that way we don't have as many portrait gallery episodes. Yeah, get rid of... Bernard came back, so we're shutting down the portrait gallery. It's like we're shutting down the portrait gallery. We got Bernard back. We don't need this. Exactly. So, I, we'll see. I'm very excited to hear whenever Bernard comes back. But in the meantime, I am very excited to see how these two stories play out. I'm assuming, like, the Jules and Buck singing scene is going to be kind of ridiculous. But I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Anyway, so that wraps it up. August News Roundup is next. Then well, wait, that's, two. A, that's we'll... a good question. Are they going to play the singing thing, like, really comical on stage? Or are they going to play it, like, dead serious? That's a good question. Because they could play it, like, like joke like, you weren't actually practicing. Or they could play it like, whoa, this is so moving. Like, they're having us sing, like, It Is Well With My Soul or, like, Amazing Grace or something. Oh, that's true. And that's their, like, come to, to Jesus moment. Like, I'm like, they could, they could play it either way. Like, they could play it, like, dead serious. Like, this is hugely, like, moving for them. Or they could just play it like, you guys were talking when you should have been practicing. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. All right, so I think that wraps it up this time. We'll see you for the news roundup and part two. Uh, if you need to know for the news roundup, and this is more a note for John, please read all of the comics because I have a lot of thoughts that don't have to do with how they're drawn. Okay. I, I'll give so, you a read. All right. I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.